there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. Welcome to the podcast, She is Fab, where we discuss all things fab, women empowerment, and life coaching. My name is Evelyn, also known as the Fab Chief Desk, and I am a mindset transformation coach. Welcome to another episode of the She is Fab podcast. My name is Evelyn, your host, mindset transformation coach. And today I have the pleasure of speaking to Rebecca Mavitt. She is a 20-year-old fashion entrepreneur from Southampton, England, and she is the CEO and founder of the R Reflections mobile app. It is an app that allows you to try on a clothing size and measure before you actually make your purchase. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to have you and so excited to learn more about you, your endeavor, and this app. So tell us, what made you pursue this? Do you know what? It was the craziest of stories and how it all came about. Basically, I left college at 18 um, and just thought, do you know what? I don't know what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to go traveling at some point and I had a part-time job or I have a part-time job, which I absolutely love which is swim teaching. So I thought, you know what, I'll have a year out and I'll swim teach to save up money and then I'll use that money for traveling, you know, just to see if I found a career that I'd wanted to go into or traveling helped me broaden my ideas for a career. Um, Because again, I was really stuck. I didn't know. 
Um, and then in August 2019, I think it was about five months after leaving college, I was I was on holiday actually, and I ordered loads of clothes to take away with me. And I got on holiday only to realize that only about half of them fitted me or my body shape or skin tone. So I was like, wow, like surely there's like some sort of thing where you can, or an app or a website where you can try clothes on before you buy them. And I was literally just sat, um, my, my family used to have this, um, like an apartment out in Spain and I'd been going there at least like once a year ever since I was born. And I was actually at that apartment when I came up with the idea, which is quite, random because like obviously I've made loads of childhood memories at that apartment and then to have my business whole business idea based and you know founded in that apartment was actually really special as well and so I was just you know just talking to my dad on the sunbed and I was like imagine if there was a you know an app or a website where you could try clothes on online and my dad just said well if you don't know what you want to do in life why didn't you go for that? I've always said from a young age like that I wanted to start my own business. I've always said that, but I never knew when and I never knew what in. I just knew one day hopefully it would happen. But yeah, that and then that's whole how the whole like um, virtual clothes fitting room came about was literally just from that one idea. And then obviously um I got in contact with an innovation company in the UK. And they basically just helped me to code the app because, again, I'm still quite young. So coding an app was a whole different new language for me. Um, and then it took a year to build. And then we la- I launched it in sept- on September the 1st, 2020. Wow, that's quite accelerated if you think about it, right? You had this idea that was prompted by a need that you had with trying out, you know, clothes and having them fit accordingly. You got the support of your father, which is great. Sometimes when you're transitioning to an entrepreneur, you may not always get the support that you need. And then you reached out to this innovation company and within a year, you launched your app. I know. Do you know what? That whole year, like, I obviously knew what was happening, but I think I deal with things differently. So, like, for me personally, I... I'm kind of like in shock and then I don't actually process it until it's kind of happened or a few weeks after it's happened. So then obviously I had a year to prepare myself until it launched on the Apple App Store. And when it finally launched, I was like, wow, like this is actually happening. Like I don't think it fully sunk in until it launched on the Apple App Store. That's amazing. You're going through all this work, setting this thing up and, and you're somehow living in an alternate reality where it doesn't feel as real until it's in the app store yeah definitely like it didn't feel real until it was actually in the app store which is so weird because everyone's like surely you know but no like yeah I was just yeah it was just crazy so I have to ask because you mentioned that you knew from childhood that you wanted to be an entrepreneur just not knowing when you would launch a business or what it would be about yeah folks that know you are they are they surprised or are they like no we knew you were gonna have your own business um, I think my family knew that obviously I that's what I wanted to do. I don't know. I just, I just had this idea in my head, and I, you know, when you can build like images and pictures in your head, I just knew one day that would be me. But again, I didn't know when. I think previous people that have known me through school and things, I think they maybe would have guessed it. Um. I don't think, I think some people would have seen it as a shock and others wouldn't have. I'm not really sure, but yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what could be shocking too is the fact that you are such a young entrepreneur. Obviously, I feel like nowadays it is more common to see younger entrepreneurs, yeah. but still, for some folks, it can be shocking. You're only 20. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think my college teachers were shocked. I think my school teachers were probably shocked. I think everyone was because I kept it a secret um, right from when I first had the idea in August 2019. And I only told um, my mum, my dad and my brothers and sisters and two close friends. And that was it. Like until it launched, I kept it secret for the uh, from August 2019, sorry, all the way through to September 2020. So for that year, nobody knew except eight people that was about it so when I it finally mm-hmm. launched on the Apple App Store everyone was like hang on what where did this come from like you know how long like everyone had so many questions and it was just mm-hmm. like I dropped this massive bombshell yeah so why do you think that you kept it a secret for that long I kept it secret only because obviously where it was quite a fresh idea and I knew that it would take ages to build and I didn't know how long it would take to build. So I just wanted to keep it a secret just in case, you know, anyone else decided that oh, I'm going to create like that. You know, mm. I wanted to make sure, obviously, that my idea was kind of protected in a way. So if I only told my close family and close friends, then I knew then it was kept within a small circle. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, as an entrepreneur or when you're thinking of creating something, there's always the worry that one, there's something out there that's already similar to what you're doing. And yeah. so, you know, how are you going to make it different? Or if it's something new, you want to protect it. So no one else steals your idea. Yeah, exactly. Like it was my own idea. Like it, this was my, like, I will almost say it was my chance because obviously, like I said earlier, I'd always wanted to own my own business in the, when I was younger. So I was like, no, this is my chance. So actually, I'm going to keep it quiet, mm-hmm. and and I do, and I have no regrets keeping keeping it quiet at all. If I was to do it all over again, I still would. <laughs> well, I mean, it worked out in your favor, right? You surprised people, but you were also able to work on your own process on your own time with no expectations or deadlines to produce what you wanted to produce. Yeah, exactly. And I thought if I told people, then maybe you know, the pre- the pressure, obviously, because there's quite a lot of pressure, but it's not just that, it's, you know, timings, deadlines, like you say, but also if things go wrong, you need time to fix them. And I just didn't want to have to keep on answering everyone's questions about when's it going to be ready, mm-hmm. you know, and everything like this. I'd rather do it in my own time, get it perfect, and then, or near too perfect as I possibly could, and then launch it and tell people. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds that sounds great. And actually, it's pretty smart because like you just mentioned, you don't have to worry about people's expectations or answer their questions right? because they're going to be curious as to where are you in the stage of developing this? Right. How soon can we see it launch? How soon can we actually use it? Yeah, definitely. And I think and I think that took most of the pressure off not telling people. So in a way, it kind of helped. And everyone was like, well, what, how come you never told us? How come, you know, and it's like, no there was a reason like I just wanted to keep it to myself until I 100% knew when it was launching obviously I think it was like two weeks before it was due to launch I told a few more people other friends but again I Mm -hmm. never actually went around I'm not one of those people to go around and tell absolutely everyone Mm -hmm. I, I don't know I find it 
easier if people ask me like and then I tell them rather than I, I'm not one mm-hmm. for bragging or anything like that to be honest so oh, that's a good trait you're humble <laughs> yeah yeah no I don't like to just you know talk on and on about it like I would prefer mm-hmm. people if they want to know I'm more than happy to answer their questions but I'd rather mm-hmm. them ask me if that makes sense yes no it makes complete sense and I have to say a year can be like a long period for some or a short period for others. I particularly think that a year is a very short period. So tell us about some of the challenges that you faced in this year as you were working towards putting your app on the market. Yeah, so the year I would say it went quite quickly but also quite slowly. Um just because obviously with the, we first developed a prototype. So obviously then we have to design colors the whole I was totally new to all of this obviously so going into a whole different new world and you've got to choose the colors the branding the brand name the logo there was so many things to take into consideration so obviously that was a bit overwhelming I was like whoa like you know I only had this idea and from my idea next thing I know we were creating a prototype and it's like okay this is now reality right let's you know but also I think because I was so new to it all I didn't at the start I don't think I fully knew what I wanted in the app so that was quite difficult because it was a sudden rush to get the prototype made so I I found difficult because obviously I didn't I didn't know everything that I wanted to be included I was questioning myself like oh do I need that do I need this so I found that quite hard you know just literally jumping in straight into the deep end and knowing you know because the software people are asking me do you want this and do you want that and then I was like I don't know like you know <laughs> I don't know let me have a think and the pressure then was a bit you know but I, I did really enjoy it um and then obviously with the coding of the app nothing with technology goes right first time so obviously we were having issues and um, with different features of the app that we obviously had to keep on correcting and then once you fix one issue the other issue would stop working because you've messed with a bit of code and yeah it's just it's it's never easy but Mm -hmm. I think those problems I occurred really helped me because when I develop other things in the future I think it will make me understand coding a bit more because when I was having these problems I was like why isn't it easy to fix you know surely it's easy to fix it's just a code but no, coding is so much more than that. And I, and I never knew that again because I'm young. I, I didn't go to college to study coding. I don't know much about coding at all. So again, the coding side of things was harder because although the software guy was coding the app, I didn't really understand how it all, how, how he was coding it, what he got up to in the days. Because you, the thing with coding as well, you only see the last 40% of the work so 60, the first 60% is all behind the scenes and stuff that you don't actually see. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, they set a 10-week period and I'm like, okay, after the first week, I kind of want to see something, but I can't because mm-hmm. it's all behind the scenes and I just wouldn't understand. So I found that quite hard. Thanks for sharing that. For those of you that are listening or watching, when it comes to any technical endeavors, in this case, Rebecca launching her app, Um, I actually come from a technical background myself. So there's a lot, like she mentioned, behind the scenes of developing something like this. 
where to her point, you don't see a demo or potentially what the product could look like for some time. And as an individual who does not know or is familiar with that process, it can be hard and a bit nerve wracking because you have nothing to look at for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. And you just you get email updates and you're like, I don't know what this means. But also it's like, <laughs> yeah, I got fear of this. Um, but it's it's not obviously just that, like you say, you know, the coding behind the scenes, if you don't understand it, then chances are you're going to be sat there like, you know, oh, what do I, you know, what do I do? Like I'm not seeing anything in return, but it, it's a lot behind the scenes. And then you only really see the visual side of things. Like I said, that only takes up a small percentage rather than mm-hmm. the background scenes and things that obviously you won't be able to see, but it that takes the bulk of time. Now, did you find it difficult to communicate with the developers? I mean, obviously they probably understood that you had no background yeah. in coding and development. Were they able to help you to understand some of what they were doing? Yeah, definitely. Like they were really understanding. Um, and obviously they knew that I was young. Obviously we had Zoom meetings like that. So they could obviously see when I turned onto the Zoom meetings. I am quite young. They were, do you know what? They were so understanding and they did talk through the process. Obviously we didn't go into depth about coding because again, it would have gone straight over my head, but we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we did go through things and they were really super understanding. And I did learn a bit of coding but not enough for, yeah, no, I'd have to study a lot for that. I did try as well. I tried to learn it, but again, it was just, I think it's a whole new language. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to learn it, you've got to learn it in full rather than in dribs and drabs. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that you took it upon yourself to at least try to get yeah. more familiar and do some learning. I think that's one of the benefits of entrepreneurs is that when you're starting out, and creating yeah. your business, you wear many hats. And so you learn many skills that will help you uh, when you start to outsource, when you start to expand, or if you launch another business. Yeah, definitely. And I do feel like my personal development throughout all of this has really come on. I mean, first of all, a, a year from now, I, you know, a year back, sorry, before I had my own business and before the app launched, I never could imagine myself sitting here talking you know to anyone that I didn't know like my confidence and personal development has grown so much and I've learned so many new different things since launching my app that's actually helped me to become like a better person in so many different ways it's helped my confidence like I've said it's helped yeah it's just helped me so many in so many different ways that I never thought it could in a short space of time and that's all because I've had to learn on the job and I wouldn't change it. That is a great point that she just made for those listening or watching, especially for the aspiring entrepreneurs. There are pros and cons to being an entrepreneur. Here are some of the pros that she mentioned, her personal development, her growth, her confidence, understanding how a business functions from various areas, which of course will help you, like I said, with developing a new business or expanding or outsourcing. So, Rebecca, tell us about the app itself now. Tell us what the app does, uh, what the concept is. 
Yeah, definitely. So our reflections is obviously a virtual clothes fitting room app. It allows the users to be the models. So you can either upload a face photo of yourself or a full body photo. I wanted the two options in there just because obviously not everyone's confident, body confident or just confident in themselves to upload a full body photo. So I was like, right, okay, we'll have a face photo as well. And your face, once you take a photo of your face or upload a photo of your face from your camera roll, and you're able to change your face, sorry, has been then being put onto a body, which you can then change the skin tone, the size, the shape, just to match yours. Because it just wanted to still add that personalization in, even if you didn't want to take a full body photo. Because again, I wanted the app and I want the app to be able to be used by absolutely anyone and not discriminate. Um, Because I think it's really mm-hmm. important because everybody shops online and there's no certain body size there's no certain skin tone there's nothing you know we're all different at the end of the day and so yeah the two options there to upload a full body or face photo and then users can upload upload their own clothing into the app either via their device photo library or their um, phone or ipad camera so you just either take a photo of items of clothing that you see and upload them into the app that way or you can save items to your photo library your device photo library and then add them in as well um there is actually in within the app there's a little magnifying um icon and that takes you to the search tool and you can search for um items of clothing within the app and i've got and i've partnered with clothing brands and their clothes i've downloaded into the app so and it also also it creates extra business for that for the clothing brands but also it attracts more people to the app as well because people can also try on the preloaded clothing as well and buy them straight off the retailers websites wow that is amazing i have to say you have a really good model there you you. thought about this in in various ways right you thought about people's body confidence which is the thing right not everyone is as confident with their body as they should be and so you have multiple options for them to partake in in this app whether it's uploading a full body if they're confident in doing so or just uploading their their facial features and then adjusting the body type that they have in the app and that's great and then you partnered with with uh brands too yeah yeah, yeah, I've partnered with, I think it's six clothing brands now. Um, one of them is a breast cancer charity as well, because obviously I wanted to spread awareness of that as well. Um, so, yeah, so we've partnered with six so far and hope to partner with more in the future. Um, again, it gets the app out there, but also it helps small businesses um, and clothing brands to promote their clothing on the app as well and offers their clothes their customers personalization because they're able to try on the clothes before they buy them which is obviously then helping returns and um, because obviously the fashion industry is the second biggest polluter so obviously clothing returns as online shopping grows especially in the pandemic I don't know where you are but in the UK all of our shops have been shut and fitting rooms have never been haven't been open since the whole pandemic started back in March 2020. That's a good point. And actually, that was my next question for you. You know, how has the pandemic either helped or limited your business model? I would think that it has helped because like you said, malls, even if they're open, fitting rooms may not be open. Yeah, exactly. Like in the UK, like I said, for the most part of last year and this year, our shops have actually been shut. So more people are shopping Mm -hmm. online. So actually, COVID has really benefited my business because 
my business is clothes fitting rooms and stores are so popular in England I assume they're the same way you are and people are missing out on that you know they're not able to try on the clothes so they've been they've been ordering lots of different clothes and lots of different sizes and sending the ones that they don't like back and they've been you rather than trying on the clothes in the fitting rooms in the high streets they've been using their own bedrooms as the fitting rooms and obviously then you've got to think if everyone's doing that and everyone's returning items of clothing the amount of extra co2 emissions within returned um returned parcels returned clothing items and things like that as well as the amount of clothing returns is just crazy if you look at it from from an environmental aspect Mm -hmm. so something else that i love that you mentioned there not only is your app providing a service that we sorely need in the pandemic right because no one wants to go if your malls aren't open and fitting rooms aren't open obviously you can't try on the clothes it prevents additional pollution like you said with the emissions um so your app is providing a service where people can again try on clothes virtually yeah. It takes in body confidence as well. Yeah. You're partnered with various brands, one which is about cancer awareness, and yeah. you also have awareness for the environment. So I'm hearing nothing but positivity. Oh, thank you. No, I just, I think in this day and age, if the environment is so important. And I just think that we all need to do our bit. And with our reflections, it is very much environmentally focused as well as the customer's user experience for clothes shopping online I just wanted it to make it as easy as possible for the customer and create the most personalized clothes shopping experience a customer could need as well as obviously benefiting the environment at the same time mm-hmm. I love that I I'm all about as you know where empowerment and information but also awareness as to what we can do to create positive impact in the world. And obviously our environment is one of those things. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I think it's so important because, you know, when I was, before I started researching all the environmental benefits for my app, I didn't realize how much, how many clothing items are returned. They say about 25% or one in three items are returned every time you order clothes. Like, imagine and clothing returns are only only due to go up and increase in the later years as well as this year so I was a bit like wow like if clothing online clothing sales are going to increase as well as that means then the um the return clothing the amount of return clothing is also going to increase as well mm-hmm. which is done more cars on the road yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's more yeah. of a negative impact for the environment Mm-hmm. No, I love, like I said, your your app so far, how you've described it and what its purpose is and how you're partnering with other uh, brands. It's all positive and creating a positive impact, not oh, just on you. individuals, but on the world itself. Yeah, definitely. No, thank you. You're welcome. So I'm curious about the technology aspect. When you first brought this idea over to the developers, was it something that they thought would be difficult to accomplish or was there something similar, some innovation or technology that they could use as a foundation or framework for your app? Um, I, do you know, I don't actually know because when we first um, designed it, there weren't any virtual clothes fitting rooms. Um, I think there was obviously the Specsavers app where you can take a photo and you can try on the different glasses. I don't know if you have that 
in America, but in the UK we have a Specsavers one, and we also have. I think it's for makeup, for makeup shades. You can try on, and it you take. You know, you've got you hold your phone up to your face, and it can show you the different fa- uh, layers of foundation or powder and the different color shades. Um, but I think we looked into them and chose. I definitely chose uh, different aspects that I liked from them. Um, just to have as a guide because that was the closest thing we could get to um, to have mm-hmm. a look at but I know I'm not 100% sure on that one I'm afraid yeah I can't say that I have been exposed or even heard of any remote virtual uh, fitting apps before coming in contact with you yeah. but that could also be because I just I've been lucky where I know how clothes fit in my body. Yeah. So when I get them, there's a really small error of margin yeah. or margin of error. Um, but for other folks, to your point, that's not always the case, right? And with different brands, you have yeah. different sizing. Like you can be a 10 in one brand and an eight in another. <laughs> yeah. And it, that is exactly the thing. But also like, it also goes down to like the seam allowances that the retailers have um, and the clothing manufacturers have that they use. So it's just crazy how like in because in some places I'm one size in jeans and some place I'm something else. And then it's like, oh, no, I need long in these jeans. And it's just it's just crazy, isn't it? Like how different. But also, like, I think it's so important that not just cl- how clothes fit on you but also how they look because mm-hmm. obviously different skin tones suit different colors mm-hmm. and I think that yes. is a massive point that pe- when people get these clothes they look better on the model because you instantly see the model wearing it online and you're like yeah I really like that top but is it because you like it the way that it looks on the model or do you think you're, it will actually suit you that's yeah mm-hmm. That's, That's a great it. point. I, guys who are listening and not watching, go watch the YouTube because I'm laughing. And I'm laughing because, and Rebecca, you might have seen this uh, in social media. There are so many posts of people ordering a, an item or an outfit based off what it looks like on a person. And then yeah. when they get it, it looks nothing like how it looked on the model. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you're like, yay like I found this and then no and then you get it and you try on and it's just like no which I think the beauty of obviously the app is that you can actually visually try on clothes and you can see if it suits you your skin tone your body shape your size before you buy it because obviously then you know rather than get it delivered to then be sent back because it's it's not only your time and effort but it's also you know extra time that you could be spent doing other things and actually Mm -hmm. you know now you've got to go back to the post office or the courier office to return these items Mm -hmm. so in terms of your app's availability is it restricted to region meaning it's only available in the uk or is it available worldwide no no so it's available worldwide so we've got users from america canada the philippines asia africa Australia, New Zealand, pretty much in everywhere we've got different users. No, so it's available absolutely anywhere. That's amazing. And then you talked about being partnered with brands where folks can try on the samples or virtual sample from yeah. a brand. Are there any plans to incorporate being able to shop directly with a brand in the app? There will be in the future. We've I've got an exciting 
new um, development coming. Um, so I signed the thing today. So hopefully in about 12 weeks time, we will have some more good news. And yeah, so hopefully keep your fing- fingers crossed and eyes peeled for that one. That is amazing. I'm so happy for you. Oh, because again, you. you're so young. You know, you launched this app in a year's time, which is pretty like an accelerated timeline if you think about it. And yeah. it has all of this positive impact it's providing to, again, people and the world. Oh, no, thank you. No, I do appreciate that. Yeah, I just, I can't wait for the next step. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch out because I before our, our podcast session here, guys, I was yeah. exploring the app and, and looking, you know, just doing my research so I, I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> and it looks amazing. It really does. Oh, thank you. No, I do really appreciate that. Thank you. You are welcome. So, Rebecca, can you share with our audience uh, any tips if they're thinking of going into entrepreneurship? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, coming from someone that left school at 19 and didn't know what they wanted to do and had a crazy idea and it was a whole whirlwind, basically, that I got swept up in and the next thing I knew, obviously, my app came out. I just think in life, you never know what ideas you're going to come up with. You never know when they're going to come up. They could come up at the wrong time. But I think if you act on them and you have an idea and you truly do believe in it, I would say go with it. I wouldn't say, oh, is this the right time? You know, you're always going to question yourself and you're always going to have the what ifs. But if you don't act on your ideas or thoughts that you may have or anything like that, I do think you will regret it because I know firsthand that if I didn't go through with this, I would have regretted it in later life. And I think age is just a number so if you're worried about age like I wouldn't worry about that at all and I just put all the doubts aside if you know that you can do it and you believe in yourself and you know where you want to get to and where you want to take the idea as long as you never give up I do honestly truly believe that you can go anywhere as long as you just put the effort in and the time in and the hard work. I love that that is Great advice. The the common theme that you were mentioning is believing in yourself, putting the yeah. doubts away and going for it if you really believe in what you're trying to do. So being grounded in your why is really going to help you move forward because let's face it, motivation and inspiration is only going to take you so far. Yeah, exactly. Like, And I feel like with motivation, it's great but you've got to carry it on, you know, and you've got to believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, then how are other people meant to believe in you? And I think, you know, even if you're, you've got no experience, I had no experience, but I learned through research, I learned through asking questions, I learned from Google, I learned from YouTube, you know, I learned from social media, you, you know, anything's possible as long as you're willing to learn. Exactly. That's that's key there, too. If you're willing to learn, willing to be open minded and embrace the process while having your why, that's going to take you very far. Yeah. So changing it a little bit. Would you change anything in your entrepreneurial journey? Oh, that's a very difficult question. Um, Would I change anything? I probably would have, although I t- under I went 
um, and I did lots of research before, I probably would have done more research on content creating for like social media and things like that. And I'm not very good at um, like media videos and things like that. So I probably should have before the app launched within the year of when we were developing it, I probably should have researched that a bit more, um, you know, just how to create a story with your content and things like that. Because again, I never knew how important content and social for social media was until I started doing um, I do quite a lot oh I watch quite a lot of these business webinars and honestly for anyone who's listening and who's started out a new business business webinars are a great a great tool to enhance your knowledge on they do them on absolutely anything and honestly it's I found them so helpful and um, but yeah well that's great so researching is important it's going yeah. to help you so much with making decisions and just having uh, a foundation to yeah, base definitely. your ideas off of. Social media, though, <laughs> I yeah. am with you, Rebecca. It is a beast to uh, put content together for social media. <laughs> yeah, like, and it takes so long as well. Like, I, I recently started with TikTok, and you know, to create a video of, for TikTok, it's like 30 minutes to an hour for one video, and this 15 seconds long, for example. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you've got to constantly create new content, which means new images, new screenshots and everything. And I don't think I ever realized how long it had taken or how long it takes to create that content and how quickly it's used. Mm-hmm. And we're a society of a limited attention spans. Yeah. So sometimes your content might not get the views that it deserves because folks are just scrolling through quickly. Yeah, exactly. And then you spend you spend so long on it and then actually, you know, oh no, somebody swiped past it quickly, double tap liked and then scrolled past and it's like I spent half an hour on that post and it's gone so <laughs> quickly or you know, you spent twenty minutes on that story and it's gone within ten seconds. Like it's it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not to mention you, you talked about TikTok, but you're also on Instagram. There are several platforms and you have to sort of think about okay where am I going to dedicate most of my time yeah exactly and each platform requires a different type of media as well so like TikTok's videos and mostly imagery but then Facebook or Twitter sorry is more words um, and say you know catchy phrases and hashtags and things and then you've got Facebook which is again more for like words rather than visual and then Instagram is pretty much all visual so you've got to you've got to create different content for each different social media platform which was, mm-hmm. again takes time and I never knew <laughs> how long it took but also how to create like a whole story about your product as well mm-hmm and as an entrepreneur, you being the CEO of your app, time is a very valuable asset. So yeah. if your time isn't used wisely, it's really a waste. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like sometimes I've probably I have probably wasted time trying to create content that actually probably wasn't the best to create. But again, it's all mm-hmm. learning. Like I don't I believe that you do actually learn more when you're doing something new. And you're trialing and it's basically trial and error, isn't it? To, you know, to figure out what works for your business and what doesn't work for your business. I agree. Sometimes when you're trying and you're having these errors, you determine, you know what? 
this platform is not the platform for me. (laughs) Go use something else. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I must admit, TikTok, um, I'm not really a fan of being in the TikTok videos. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's just, it's just not for me. So I get my little sister to help me with that. She's the one in the TikTok videos. But, um, awesome. Yeah. Bless her. She's really helpful with that. But I, I like doing Instagram and Facebook, but the one thing I struggle with is Twitter just because it's so Mm. fast paced. And I've, I've never personally used Twitter at all to be honest I've never had a Twitter personal Twitter account just because I never really saw the um I guess it's the hype and the um, like talk of it when I was younger um I only have obviously the company Twitter page so trying to learn Twitter is is quite hard but we're slowly getting there (laughs) I will tell you I'm like you the only reason I had a Twitter was because I wanted to uh, absorb information from other folks that were that were yeah. posting but mm. to your point every platform is different the content has to be structured to that platform it's a lot of yeah. time that you're investing so in terms of you Rebecca we know you're on Instagram we know you have the TikTok and you have a website as well yeah yeah no I have all of them yeah so we're gonna put all of that information guys in the YouTube details and the podcast details Definitely make sure to take a look at the amazing app that she has, you know, launched to market, especially if you have any sort of body confidence issues or if you just need to try on clothes uh, virtually. Oh, no, thank you. I do really appreciate that. Thank you. You are welcome. And I have to go check out your TikTok because I'm curious how you use TikTok for your business. Yeah, I must admit, I'm always trying to think of new ways because, like, once you make one video, you've got to try and change up the layout or the style that you're doing. So it does take a lot of time, but it is worth it. A lot of people do like them. So we'll keep on going with them. And please do let me know if you like our social medias, anyone that's listening. And yeah, I hope you like the app. Yay! So Rebecca, before I let you go, any last thoughts you want to share? My one thing, and I say this to anyone, literally follow your dreams. If you've got business and you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, do I give up? You know, is it anything like that? Or you've got a new business idea and you're like, oh, do you know the time's not right at the moment? You're never going to find a right time. I'd literally go for it. If you believe in yourself, go for it and just never give up. I love that. Rebecca, thank you so much for talking about your journey, your experience, and what your app does, as well as how folks can connect with you. No, definitely. Thank you. And thank you to everyone that's listening, watching. I do really appreciate it. And thank you so much for your time. It's been so nice catching up with you. You are welcome. It has been so informative for me and fun as well. And like I said, I'm going to go check out your TikTok to see how you use it. (laughs) In your I business. hope you like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, like I always say, preparation, accountability, execution, and resolve are keys to your success. Until next time. So as you know by now, we're all about informing and empowering women. Well, now there's the addition of the She Is Fab shop where there is empowered fashion, printables, journals, mugs, and face masks. 
check it out at www.sheisfab.net. That way you can purchase something for the lady, woman, or girl in your life. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.